and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or even listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, and on Twitter slash X at Block Talk NYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. The title of Queen of the Mother Tucking World is on the line as RuPaul is bringing 11 international superstars to battle it out on Drag Race UK vs. The World 2. So who will snatch the crown? It's time to preview everything we know. And joining me are Lori Lou and Precious Envy. Welcome! I gotta say, I'm probably the most excited for this preview podcast. um, Because I just love this cast. And not because I've interviewed 10 out of 11 of these queens. (laughs) uh, But mostly because some of these queens are like, I've gotten close to or spoken to a lot. Um, Some of them follow me. I'm, I'm very, very excited for this cast. Before so, we begin, uh, yeah, are go we going to get, uh, you know, some threats after we say some shady shit? <laughs> oh, it always happens. This always happens how this podcast works. Are you kidding me? Someone from the cast will listen and they'll say, your guest said this, this, this. And I said, but we love them and thank you for being on our TV. But no, no, this is always mm-hmm. how it works. We love how this works. They'll block you for no reason, you know, you know. Listen, I've only been blocked by one so far that I know of. That I know of. <laughs> um, me too, you've been blocked by one. Ooh, you can tell us afterwards. Um, <laughs> all right, before we begin, I want to just ask you both. Give me one word to describe your excitement for Drag Race UK versus the World 2. Precious. Um, one word. Ooh. Um, global. Global, okay. Lori? Mm-hmm. Curious. Curious, okay. Um, I'm just gonna spoil my my rankings here. Uh, Mabu, hey! <laughs> I think we know who I have um, very fondness for. Mm-hmm. All right, but friends, as always, I must leave a disclaimer: this is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through a reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people. They're given an opportunity to go on television and share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. And I want to make that clear. This is an entertainment podcast. We're having fun. (coughs) Also, if you like what I say, you can now read me on Collider. I am a reality TV feature writer there. I actually got to write about this uh, little show here. Uh, most of the girls saw the article. Um, a couple of them like re- reacted to the um, when I tagged them, so that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, good times, good times. Let's begin with the facts. Here's what we know. Drag Race UK versus the World 2 will debut on February 9th. It will air on Wild Presents Plus as well as be part of BB3 Play 3 on in the UK. January 13th, the cast was revealed with 11 contestants from across the Drag Race franchise. Nations represented include United Kingdom, the Netherlands, United States, Spain, France, Australasia, and the Philippines. 
RuPaul will be hosting with Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and Alan Carr as the supporting judges. And we have some guest judges and special appearances to share. They will include Richard E. Graham, Adewe Aboya, Catherine Ryan, Kim Petras, Motsi Mabusi, Self-Esteem, Tom Daly, Jane McDonald, Sunita, Jeanette Manarana, and Alej Sikorjanek. Um, we got a lot of Strictly Come Dancing faces. Um, <laughs> they have names that I can't pronounce, but who are we most looking forward to from the guest cast? Catherine fucking Ryan. I very funny. She's love very funny. her. I love her. And I'm so excited she's finally on Drag Race. Yes, she's very, very funny. And I she can also do Canada because she's Canadian. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm young. I'm going to do Pim Petras. <laughs> Kimmy P, <laughs> listen, we are excited for Kimmy P. I don't know what song they're going to give of Kimmy P, but I just think Drag Race Germany is like, are you fucking kidding me? Not your homeland first? Come on, girl. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't have the right passports for for a uh, for a uh, Colombia. Hey, that's that's very possible. Anything is possible. Um, but here's the biggest story about Drag Race UK versus the World Two. This season will be the first time on a UK Drag Race the winner will actually receive a cash prize of fifty thousand pounds. Come yep. on, girlies. Meanwhile, Blue Hydrange is like, I don't think I'm ever going to make that much on my residuals for the song I recorded with Rue. I know. <laughs> UK versus the world. Come on, Rue. Yeah. All right. So I have a really incredible fun fact that I think is why I'm most excited. This is the first all-star season or spin-off series where none of the contestants have ever competed against one another before. To yeah. me, this is why this season is going to feel fresh. There's not built-in alliances. Though we will talk about some friendships that people may or may not have mm-hmm. outside of the show. We are going to see these people have to compete against one another for the first time. And I just love that. <laughs> what do you both want to see out of this season or not see? What, 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 give me, give me some things you don't want to see or you do want to see. Lori. Mm, I mean, there's a lot of these girls that we seen them either going halfway or barely saw like the surface of them. I the only one that comes in mind that we seen like maybe a little bit more, but because it's like the main one is mayhem. But like in general, I feel like the global scope hasn't seen everything of all of these competitors. Very fair, precious. Um, I'm excited for people to like actually see some of these queens and go back to rewatch their seasons because i know this was filmed a while ago so i know people were like yeah so i know people were like i was watching a reaction video and they were like oh who are we gonna see are we get people from this season or this season not realizing that oh no those are too current this is already in the can by the time this started but uh their excitement to be like oh we didn't watch that now we can go back and rewatch it so especially if you didn't watch philippines because season one was just so good Holland season two had some had some hiccups, but Kita was like one of the highlights for that one. Like La Grand Dame is just fucking like fashion. Like I'm like Arancha is like such like she's like 
so funny. Like, I really would like to see people to go back to, like, look at the um, international seasons and kind of give them, like, the once over because they're fucking good. Mm-hmm. Now, there, we will have four contestants who have never been judged by Rue before, which is, we always love to see that. And mm-hmm. those are the ones from the um, uh, non-English-speaking uh, franchises. So, Rue, yep. good luck learning <laughs> those languages. I want to... Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I'll say, though, I'm, like, a little bit disappointed Mexico is not included, but that's because I'm biased. Well, Mexico hadn't aired yet, so we couldn't have it yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was one year ago. That's true. <laughs> when we get to global, maybe you'll have some representation. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't the thing know. Is no spoilers here. If they continue doing, like, these versus the worlds, I would love to see, like less from one i would love to see it be more like hi we're gonna be one girl from the country not four and i would like i think it would be nice if the u.s girls were their first time doing it i agree it being because it feels like the pipeline is if you're gonna do a versus the world you have to have done all stars and i'm like no i kind of think it's like you can get that choice of like i don't want to do all stars Yes, it's a higher cash prize, but I'm like, you know, maybe I want to work, maybe I want to, like, compete against international queens and not girls that, like, half the cast is my season again, because, you know, that happens so much on U.S. All-Stars. I agree with that. I want to see redemption, but I also want to see drama. I feel like a lot of this cast is nice, (laughs) so I'm curious to see how drama is going to come in. Uh, yeah, I think for the most part, I think they're nice, but you also do have girls who are like, I, especially with the fact that you have like, what, one, two, three, four, at least, I think, that were runner-ups or in the top four. So you're like, you do have, you have a nice group of girls that almost made it earlier, early, some that were robbed, others that were like fan favorites that didn't quite go as well. And now I think have had a time for a glow up. That you're like, oh, I want to see what the glow up is. True. And then you have the pork chop of the UK. So, you know, hey. Hey, listen. To avoid any potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast for predictions, we will be going through the cast by Excitement Points TM. We have given the cast Excitement Points TM from 11 for who we are most excited for, one for who we are least excited for. I have tallied up the points and we will go from who we are least excited for to who we are most excited for. Now, ladies. Um, this does not mean that we actually don't like you. It just means we're not as excited for you for whatever reason. But we're going to share exactly why. Now, I will say, for me, overall, uh, except for maybe like three or four, that I was like, oh, I'm really excited. This is hard for me. The others, not so much. This person who we're going to start off with, um, well, I gave her five points. Four points from Precious, and Lori just does not want to see her. <laughs> Tenth place from Drag Race UK Season 1, it's Gothy Kendall. Yeah, I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> her name comes from a friend of hers who described her as a Kendall, but a gothy one because she wore lots of black. She was the first queen eliminated on Drag Race UK and joined the legendary group of pork chop queens. She started doing drag on New Year's Eve 2016. Her drag sister is Drag Race uk for Minty Drop. She is the first Drag Race UK contestant to return for an All-Stars or Versa World season after being eliminated on their ori- first on their original season. And she is the first to only compete on a single episode of Drag Race. <laughs> All right, let's go with my burning question. She is the UK's pork chop. Can she prove that she deserves another title? All right, Lori, I just need to know what you have against gothy kendall and is it because 
you have not seen their OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you said it yourself. She was there for a very short time, so I don't really know anything. Like, there's no much expectation that, oh, I want to see more of this, especially after that, you know, paint. <laughs> Rar. That iconic or infamous moment. It's like, I mean, yes, I'm excited to see what she can bring because I think she's the one that can bring something unexpected because she was only one episode. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know what to expect. So it's Absolutely. like, I'm like, okay, I'll see it, but I don't know. Precious, you're a little more excited for Agathe. Is it because you have seen her OnlyFans? Uh, I'm a lady. Of okay, course, so I've seen it. Um, <laughs> I'm the one who was talking about Pixie Pixie's penis most of most of the last episode. So, um, I the same same vein as Lori of because she was such an early out. I like it when they bring back girls who were like early outs after a period of time, yes. like because then it's like because this is like from by the time when this was filmed from her being on the show she's it's been about four years so she's had four years to like grow her brand show us who she's become it's a lot different when it's like how you were out episode one but you're going to come back to all stars the next year it's like no you need more time to bubble and cultivate and everything so i think that's why i put her she's like not the lowest of my uk girls but she was i'm more excited for other girls but i think i want to see what she can do um because all we have is the raw and the gothy kendall gothy kendall that's all we got from her and right. her only fans listen i i think that is why i'm excited for her because when we saw her she was very green still she she was literally a baby drag queen mm -hmm. who didn't even know how to um appear on camera and i think that was the allure of the first season of drag race uk where you had these stars and then you had these little baby queens and you gave them their chance and they became stars because they were part of the first season i will say it is an unexpected to see gothy kendall return for this season because she is not known for doing a lot of performance since the mm -hmm. show she's a dj and allegedly a very very good dj uh yeah. so i'm i'm curious to see how that translates um avoiding spoilers a little bit i i just hope that her talent show is in a dj set because you might go home first no i um, wanted to be i wanted to be like i wanted to be playing rupaul remixes and then yeah. throwing in rupaul to seduction come on oh that'd be great so it, it'll be very interesting to see how gothy handles things and she's kind of got an advantage in a way because she doesn't have like anything to base her previous experience on yeah we don't know how she would have done it in a snatch game so she can do snatch game and there are a couple other contestants in this cast uh some who have appeared twice who have still never done snatch game so it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of thing works into her her, her place yep. um obviously we we don't know how alliances may form having one queen from each of the first four seasons of drag race uk um there might be a built-in alliance um, hell, maybe the BBC said, don't get rid of the UK Queens first. So Gothy might get a second episode out mm -hmm. of this. I don't know. I'm just excited because I do. I've always enjoyed what she presents. I enjoy her drag character. Um, I'm probably going to mention and name drop all the interviews when I did them. When I did my interview with her last year, 
I, it was a short one because I was like, I, 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 is she not interested? I realized, no, no, she is so sarcastic and dry. That's just the persona. Um, Cause after we stopped film, like recording, she was, she's so sweet. I, I think I'm very excited for Gothi Kendall because of the unexpected. Is mm-hmm. she going to win? Not against this cast. I'm sorry. There's no, just, there's, uh, there's no. I, I don't think she's not, she's not winning compared to some of the other like powerhouses she's going up against. Yes. But I do think like, I think she will, I think she can probably give like Grand Dam some like her and the Grand Dam's runways will probably be really fun to watch. Even Jombers has like a fashion eye. So like, That'd be fun to watch some of their runways, depending on how yeah. long we get them for. All right. Um, no designers on this um, look. So they, they were told pageant. And I guess pageants in every country and every um, walk of life are different. Uh, this is not a pageant look, but she looks very pretty. Uh, that, that is ostrich feather. That is very expensive. Um, that waist is no, no, not there. Uh, so good for her. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely a glow up from what Gothi Kendall originally gave us. So I oh, yeah. really think this is a really pretty look. And and the mug setting. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. It, it has Fresh more of like a 60s vibe to it yeah. than it does pageant. Um, but I love the uh, the markings on the bustier. And yeah, I think, I think the only thing for me is I think I want the... Um, gloves the sheer gloves to be a little more tighter they just seem a little too loose uh but other than that it's just like it's a really good outfit and it's a good like glow up outfit Lori, would you wear the supermarket yes absolutely i think i think (laughs) the same i think she looks very pretty maybe like first time pageant like i'll agree with that (laughs) uh i mean yes but she did spend her money it is ostrich Mm -hmm. feather it is expensive and I mean, she's a skinny bitch, so she she really is, and she's very tiny. She's shorter than yeah. I am, and that I love that. I'll give it really? a two. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's tiny. It's a two for a me. Toot. Yeah, it's a two. It's a two. Yeah. Audience, eighty percent two, twenty percent boot. Okay, moving on. Um, this one was a little surprising for me, and I'm very excited to hear why this happened. Two points from Lori, three points from Precious, six points for me. <laughs> Little hand in the house, it's Hannah Conda, the runner-up from Drag Race Down Under Season 2. Her drag name is a pun on the snake, Anaconda. She is the second queen to win the Snatch Game, portraying Liza Minnelli following Alexis Michelle on Season 9 of Drag Race. She is the third contestant on Drag Race Down Under History to win two challenges in a row after Scarlett Adams on Season 1 and Spanky Jackson on Season 2. She is the first to win three challenges in a row. All right. My burning question is Rue is taken by Hannah, but does Hannah stand out amongst a room of big names? That is my fear here. Precious, why are you not excited for Hannah Conda? Um, Because there are, uh, what was the number? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight other queens I was more excited for. That's fair. The same goes for like my number, the one after her. Uh, it's the same thing. My number one is the only one I'm like the least excited about. But it, I think for me, it was like from Hannah's season, I just, I was never like the biggest Hannah Conda fan. I think because I just love Spanky Jackson so much that I was like, fuck the rest of you bitches. She's my queen. Um, but it is, yeah. I think compared to everybody else, like she has a great track record going in. Um, so I just, I'm just wondering, it's like, 
you know, Down Under has its, like, you know, a lot of flaws going for it. So I don't know if it's going to, I don't know if she how she's going to be in this setting. Yeah, that's fair. Lori, talk to me about Hanaconda. Okay, I agree with Precious. I, I, originally I did put like by like percentages, but then I read it again and it was like only one number. So <laughs> yes, I'll say that I'm more excited by other queens. She, she did good in her season. Um, Precious was very polite and <laughs> I thought was a bit boring compared to others. In my opinion, in my opinion, I think it was a, a little bit like sometimes I was like watching it and be like cooking something and I didn't feel like I was missing something just because I was like folding clothes or doing something else. That's the only reason why I put her in like number two. And as well, opposite from Gothi, I think we have seen a lot from her and she was like very excited in her season and like I'm doing this and this and this and as well I felt like other characters in her season were more present and you were like rooting more for them than her so I'm like okay what is she gonna pull off her sleeve now that's like my question that's why I'm like not super excited but I know she's a very strong competitor and I think that's what is really going to be her biggest competition is herself not yeah. because she's not good but she yeah. already excelled at what she's good at so i think her biggest benefit is having rupaul and michelle there who have already decided she is someone they adore yeah and her style and type of drag is very much in line of what alan and ram like so yeah. I think the judges there she can she can fail to the end and still make it to the end because they're going to want to see what she can bring. Yeah. Um I I do am curious to know if she will have an upgraded runway because she had a she had a solid runway package, not the best. Um but again when you're standing next to Spanky Jackson you look like you're um uh, Sasha Valor. So it's not that hard to look that bad, but now she's going to be standing next to the Grand Dame and oh, be like, yes. well, is this drag or is this mm -hmm. fashion? So, well, also, too, she's really <laughs> going to look like a hobbit going up really next to the Grand Dame. Her and Marina, oh my God, I just need to see they're, them like, They're tiny. Other. Well, yeah, everyone, really like, the Grand Dame has to walk in, like, crunched over. Yep. <laughs> um, I, Hannah is, re again, another sweetheart. I got to meet her at Drag Hunt in LA. Um, she was in a booth with both Spanky and Queen. They were very, very kind. I actually got to meet her and Queen for the first time at the bar at the hotel. Mm -hmm. And literally, she had no idea who I was. I was yeah. like, hi, I'm Michael. And she's like, oh, my God, hello. Gave me a hug. Queen gave me a hug. I was like, see, I like good people. I like nice people. Hanaconda, good people. Mm -hmm. Hanaconda, good drag. Except for this look. Hannah, <laughs> oh, my God. I I don't like the mermaid flare anymore. I'm over it. I'm tired. It's been done. It's like um, the 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 finger curls and the wig. We 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 go through trends. We, yeah. we have to retire this one. And same with Vivian Westwood. I'll keep on saying it until it's gone. I just do not know why the flare is at the knee. It makes her look so tiny and it's so awkward. Mm -hmm. And this is when you ask the 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 editors to do a little more Photoshop and make that one seam because. 
oh mama it's not cute it's not cute yeah it would have worked so much better as just not not as a mermaid dress yeah even even like i get the bottom embellishment is supposed to match what's on top but i figure i'm like if it was just on top i would have loved it having on the bottom especially the way um it bunches it's hard to tell what it is it looks like she just like it kind of looks like dookie in a way um because it's just so bunched together i think like boxy that's the word (laughs) yeah no that's gothy kendall not boxy kendall (laughs) more like like if it was done more like marina i think that it would have looked stunning yeah, this the, I mean, the jewels are there. The hair is is, is giving you 80s pageant in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, very Southern American Southern. Yeah, um, I, I, I just can't forgive it. Unfortunately, love you, Hannah, but this is a boot. Yeah, it, it's it is giving dynasty realness. And I do feel like if it, maybe if it wasn't bunched up or the mermaid and maybe had a slit, it might have worked a lot better as a yeah. dress because I do love everything above that mermaid notion up is a really good dress so it's it's a soft boot a soft boot for me i was gonna say that soft boot because i think it's pretty it's very well done it's just like basically an old lady's taste (laughs) audience are not forgiving here 28 percent to 72 percent boot all right next up um i think we're about to start some drama Eight points Ooh. here from Lori. Two points from both Precious and I. Is she the drama? It's Scarlet Envy. Tenth place on Drag Race 11th. Ninth place on Drag Race All-Star 6. She is from Louisville, Kentucky, but currently lives in Brooklyn, New York, but maybe actually Los Angeles. I don't know. Her uh, name yeah, I think comes... she's still. I think she works at both. Or yeah. lives both. Her, her name comes from strong female empowerment like Scarlett O'Hara. Her birth mother, Sherry, is pansexual and is married to a woman named Sherry. We love that story. I want to hear more. <laughs> like fellow Louisville queen Dusty Ray Bottoms, she spent time in gay conversion therapy in her youth and is now an advocate against it. Her Am I the Drama went viral on TikTok. She auditioned for Drag Race four times. She is the lowest placing maxi challenge winner on season 11. She was the first to be named Scarlet on Drag Race, only to be followed by Scarlet Bobo of Candace Drag Race, Scarlet Adams of Drag Race Down Under, and Scarlet Harlot, my love of Drag Race UK 4. She is the fourth contestant to play safe four episodes in a row and the first to accomplish this on All-Star season. She has never competed on Snatch Game and is the sixth All-Star to do so alongside fellow UK vs. the World 2 cast member Mayhem Miller. Okay, um... Precious, you and I yes. are not feeling the fantasy. Are we? Why are we not feeling her oats? Um, you know, I do like Scarlet. We mm-hmm. we share a last name, no relation. I just, I think for me, it's the thing of with the U.S. girls. It's that I you've done it once before. Why are you doing it again? I fe- that's why I feel like the versus the world shouldn't be the second go around it should be first time through if you're gonna do it again do it on all stars like like so many other girls have done but i think it's like i don't know i think i i i feel like she'll probably do well because she's done it before and i think she's hungry for the crown but i think for me it's like when i was pairing everyone up like okay of the u.s girls I'm more excited for Mayhem than I am from Scarlet. Then you put her up against the UK girls. Where do they fall? Against all the international girls, where do everyone plays? And then when I started putting my order together, it was like, 
yeah, you're kind of down here just because that's what was left. Very fair. My burning question is, is she the drama? Will this be the season that Rue finally doesn't disrespect her? And I think that's been part of her journey on Drag Race and Mm -hmm. why I think it's worthy that she's back. But also, I I really still think she got fucked over royally on All-Star 6. I just don't get a lot of the judging. So I don't know why she's putting herself through this again, unless she's got like a deal with with Rue being like, okay, you're going to get me this far just so I can do everything and finally be able to say I've done the full thing of Drag Race. Yeah, um, because she is a good artist. She's really good at what she does. But I think nothing against her. There is such a large pool of United States drag artists to pull from. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Scarlett is one of the two. And we haven't even gotten to the other one where choices. Uh, Lori, talk to me why you are excited to see Scarlett Envy. Um, it's going to be so stupid. Uh, from all <laughs> From All Stars, I actually I love her memes. I actually yes. Well, I think that's a big part of why she's probably back is because uh, yeah, the, that's why the I meme think, memed. I think the meme situation and I think um uh I don't know. I don't have proof, but I don't have a doubt that I think this time she will go further and She's not going to win, but she's going to get us a lot of memes that we can use. It's possible. The look is by Domino Couture, hair by Debonair Deville. Uh, It's it's a gorgeous look. It really is beautiful. I mean, she's done the pageant. She knows the pageant. She is Mm -hmm. the pageant. Um, The only thing that I say is always bad luck. Do not wear a crown. Crown. Yeah. Wear a crown. Yeah, that is true. Why does she wear a crown? Because it looks a little janky. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, that is true. I also think with the U.S. girls, it comes to who is available. It's possible. I mean, well, I will say that also biased opinion. I work with her, especially at Common Everybody. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why, too. And whenever I work with her, she's, like, very stupid and funny. Oh, she is. She's really fun, really fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, again... As I, I mentioned, if Rue is going to treat her better, great. I, I'm, I can't wait to see it. But I just don't know why you would want to put yourself through this torment once again. Yeah. Um, unless unless the validation is being a robbed goddess from the fans, because that is what she kind of is. Well, yeah. in a way, in a way, it's like, yeah, she kind of fits that the bill of if you're going for the girls, because it does feel like the cast is a mix of girls who almost won um girls that were kind of robbed or looking for redemption because you have Kita being robbed of a top three spot you have Teresa not deserving to even be in the bottom for her season and then the then the joint elimination um we have Tia who really was like you want that redemption for her so I think it is that thing where you have girls who are like I think Scarlett does fit into that like you want to see her redeem because you we know she's a good queen but for some reason rupaul doesn't always give her the love that i think she deserves yeah i mean i'll say that coming from brooklyn drag and you know brooklyn drag mm-hmm. she now looks fucking amazing and polished 
Plus, I think Alan Carr and Graham are going to eat her up. I think they're going to be the ones who are going to be the pushers to have her be around a while. Yeah, very I... much so. I'm going to give this a two. Oh, this is oh, this is an absolute two. It's a super two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Audience, ninety-one percent two, nine percent boot. All right. Um, next up, seven points from Lori. We're, we're, we're given the, the, the Lori story here. Um, four <laughs> points for me. Um, no, one, one point from Precious. It's John Burr's Blonde, third slash fourth place on Drag Race UK. Four. She is from Belfast, Northern Ireland. John Burr's previously went by the name Jean Benet Blonde, a reference to Jean Benet Ramsey, a former child pageant queen who was found mm-hmm. murdered in her family's home. So good job, changed the name. She has been doing drag for 14 years prior to competing on Drag Race UK4. She has previously worked with Mel C, Sam Smith, Sophie Ellis, Baxter, Nadine Coyle, and years and years. She is the third Drag Race UK contestant to never win a maxi challenge and make top four following Cheryl Hole and Ellie Diamond. Her promo look is a reference to her design challenge look from Drag Race UK4. And that's what we call Smart Redemption. I still hate it, though. <laughs> Talk to me. Lori about Jambra's Blonde. I mean, I am excited because I think she has a lot of potential, especially, I mean, one of the queens that uh, got to the finale without winning, like Chair Hall, and having that iconic meme as well. Um, I know about the redemption, but I don't... Um, it's better. It's very well constructed and everything, but I still hate it. But I think she can give us more. I think she was like, you know, unprepared. Like when you make some food and he's undercooked, I think that's why I'm excited for her and to see what happens. Even though in her season, I was 100% fan of Johnny Beard. I'm not going to lie. I was always a Johnny Beard fan, especially because I saw her in, I think, The Voice before. Um, So, yeah. But even though like she got to the finale and everything, I think she she can offer more. And being undercooked and getting to that place, I'm excited. That's why I placed it in that number. That's fair. Uh, Precious, talk to me about Chambers. What is there? To, no, I'm joking. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I do like that she did the callback, and I, I caught, caught it right away. And it either means that they weren't they didn't do a redemption runway because I love when they do a redemption runway on All Star mm-hmm. season. Or she wasn't there for the runway and she's like, I'm doing the redemption. Um, I think for me was one of my biggest gripes of an all-star season is always the girl who just did the season and comes back to do the all-stars, which is essentially what happened in this case, which we, which, uh, if you listen to the Espana all-stars, we kind of said the same thing about some of the queens there was just coming hey, back. At least her season aired. At least her season aired in full by the time she <laughs> went back. Yes. That is um, true. So I think for me it was I the there is some excitement because you know um, her season was very much the Danny Beard Cheddar Gorgeous show because the two of them just dominated everything. They were because it's Danny Beard and Cheddar Gorgeous. You're gonna be dominated against them. I think for me when it when I heard that they were doing one from each season. She wasn't going to be, she wasn't the one I was hoping would come back. I think uh, of them all, I think Dakota Schiffer should have been given the spot because I think she got the raw deal of not even being limited by Rue. It was during the one day Rue couldn't be there, 
or even or even maybe even having baby come back for redemption or or black pepper because i think black pepper kind of got the shit out of the stick oh, as well so i would have loved it to have been one of them um but i also know how much rue loved jombers so you know she makes her laugh so i know i know she rue was like be fine with her coming back honestly my my burning question is john is jombers ready for the return or is it too soon I, I'm going to speak words that I don't know are true, but my feeling is of anyone in that cast, I think John Burr's monetarily was the most prepared to come back. Yeah, because probably. Because of her experience, I, I have a feeling that she had an already prepared budget in order mm-hmm. to come back and make this happen. Yeah. Um, I, I Again, very lovely, very sweet to talk to. She's batshit crazy, and that's kind of what makes her exciting. Um, obviously, we're representing Northern Ireland here. And 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 no designers are listed here. I've I have a feeling she probably made this herself. Yeah. Um, it's it's really beautiful. I love the fabric. I love how simple it is. Again, this is when I asked the editors, can you get rid of the strap in the middle of my body? Like, why is it in there? Why can't they take it out? Feed us mm-hmm. the illusion. We don't see it in the in, in the video. Just take it out of the image. And the hair is beautiful though. The hair is gorgeous. Oh yeah, I love the hair. I think the hair's great. The mugs, the mug stamped. Lori, where would you wear this to? I wouldn't wear it. <laughs> oh no! What? Tell us why. I mean, it is. It. I agree. Very well constructed. Everything. I just don't like the corset illusion. Like, yeah. I. I. I don't know if you're gonna do that like nude illusion maybe i'll put some stones i don't know it just looks like oh i put a corset and i don't know what to put there i'll give it a two it gets a two for me yeah say it give it a soft boot audience 76 (laughs) percent to 24 percent boot all right next up um six points from both of you and i said i why why is she even here this is literally the she was available it's mayhem miller uh drag race 10 10th place drag race all-stars 5 7th place uh 41 years old from riverside california her name is a reference to tommy lee's mayhem tattoo across his stomach miller comes from her mother's maiden name she is a prominent figure in the west hollywood drag scene her drag sisters are raven and morgan mcmichaels also if you've seen the photo of raven from heaven this past weekend um it's winter in england that is not a shade any human should be just saying she helped adore delano when she started out in drag mayhem was the oldest contestant on drag race season 10 she auditioned for the show from season two and was rejected until season 10 she has the lowest position of any queen that won the first challenge of the season and is the seventh queen to win the first challenge and not make it to the top three she was credited as a creative consultant on RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. She is the fourth queen to self-eliminate on All-Stars season after Adore Delano, Ben Delacreme, and Angina. And she has never competed in Snatch Game alongside fellow sister Scarlet Envy. Uh, my burning question, I'm just going to come out and say it. I mean, will she quit? I just don't know why she's here. I don't know why. Honestly, no. After, I heard her after after she experienced All Stars Five. It wasn't a positive experience. She she knew she was going to be eliminated, so she did it herself. It didn't leave a great um, uh, taste in in viewers' mouth. So why subject yourself again? Precious, tell us what what did you hear? 
I, I heard it, it was the same, like you said. She knew the writing was on the wall, so it didn't matter whose lipstick she pulled. She was going home, so she just so it was like, I'm going to pull my own. You know, it's like, you know, no matter what they said, I was going home, you know, regardless. So it was like, why be the, oh, one vote for so-and-so when it wasn't going to matter in, in her eyes. I, I do, I think it's like, I think All-Stars 5 was just I don't think I don't think it was the right fit for her that 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 season was very much meant for Shea Coulee to win and potentially Juju you know or um, Cracker well also I heard Cracker was originally rumored that was heavily rumored it was Scarlet and Cracker for the season and then that rumor dissipated and that's when I started hearing Mayhem's name pop in the thing is I kind of I've been a Mayhem fan since before she was on Drag Race mm-hmm. like the movie have you ever seen the movie you probably you probably have seen it that movie cherry pop it's What's a ter- uh, you've never seen it i see it's it. a, terrible it's, got, it's got a terrible movie terrible movie bad story but it actually makes it's the, it gives you that good reason why tempest Azure should come back because she's a fucking phenomenal actress it made me fall in love with mayhem in 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 the movie it was yeah so for me it was like i was really excited to see her on drag race but I think it's like she's always been one of those queens where she's a great queen. She just hasn't been a great drag race queen. Absolutely. And I, wa- and I, and I want to say, and hopefully this will be your chance to redeem herself. That's what I've, she's always the example when I make that statement of mm-hmm. someone who's good at drag but not good at the game of drag race. I just don't think Mayhem Miller is meant for this game. Um, and again, it's in, in this cast, if, if we're starting off with a talent show, what fucking talent is she going to bring this time? Her eyes again? I'm sorry, but that has become iconic, though. Yeah, I was going to say that. This is that. Is like, is iconic, especially if you listen to Race Racer. They bring it up all the time, and it's just like, it's just a cultural meme at this point. Like, Lori, obviously, Mayhem Miller has won you over more than it's than she's won me over. Why? <laughs> uh, kind of like the same, and uh, again, the memes. Uh, but no, I've seen her to like perform, and I agree, she is a great drag queen, and not necessarily a, a great um, drag queen player for Drag Race. However, I'm excited. I don't know why. Again, I don't. I don't have any proof. I actually, I am not close to Mayhem. I have never worked with her. I only seen her and shows too. Um, in the acting, I'll say too, she's great. So I don't know why I have the feeling that this time, instead of going with the mentality of I'm going to win and this and this, I think she's going to enjoy just to be a drag queen. Like even in the picture, it shows that like, I don't know, I have this feeling that she's like, I'm just going to do me and I don't care. And I'm just going to here to have fun or whatever. And like maybe like claim a check and get some money out of this, like some gigs. Yeah. I feel like that's what she's going for. And I think she's going to like go further. So that's why I'm excited. Cause I feel like this time, like she got herself together and it's like, okay, I'm not going to play. I'm just going to do me. That's why I'm excited. And I yeah, think that's, if she does that, I think that would be great. Cause I've seen her do, um, appear on various YouTube shows for stuff. She's done stuff with the Try Guys. She's done stuff with Smosh, where it's like, just her being her in that environment is just like, great. And I think if she goes into it as, I'm not here to fucking take the crown. I'm here to enjoy myself. And no matter what happens, I just want to have fucking fun with it. And and have it be in like, 
I'm going to compete, but I'm not going to let the competition be derivative. Like if she's, I think it's like, if you go in there with, it's like with the mindset of, I want to have fun. If I fucking win this. Yes. But if I don't, I want to at least say I had, I had a fucking blast while I was there. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's like, that's at least in my perspective with the pictures, like, I don't know if you, it's maybe it's going to sound delusional and that I'm crazy, but like, if you see the pictures of all of the competitors, everyone's like, oh, fierce and ah, oh, and this, and she's like, I'm here smiling. Like I'm having fun. That's why I have this feeling. And that's why I'm like kind of exciting. Like, exciting. <laughs> or she's like, I'm going to have fun in this photo because I had a miserable time. That oh. could be the other thing as well. Um, the look is by Fuddy Fantasia Lewis, hair by Carmen Adore, jewels by Amped Accessories, friend of the pod. Um, so we love the, the love the jewels. I guess this is kind of a reference to the gloves from the design challenge. Oh, I hate the look. I fucking hate the look, though. I hate it, too. She looks I don't like she's mind. Got, like, I don't mind the bag look. as a train. No, I, I mean that's what... it's not a bad look. It's just meh. I I like that it is a reference to her her uh, glove look with the late with the latex gloves. I don't mind the big bustle because I think it needed something than just being. If the bustle wasn't there and it was just simple black dress, I think it would be even more boring. Um, I like that it gives something like it does have that kind of like is is the sleeping bag is it trash bags is Alaska gonna pop out of them who knows that's why I like it fair enough fair enough um I can't it's a boot <laughs> uh, for me it's a boot too but I'm excited to see her though but it's a it's a soft 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 toot for me audience sixty four percent toot thirty six percent boot. See, they 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 could see my vision. They they were they were much kinder than uh, Lori and I were. Um, let's do this. This next person, I'm a little shocked at the rankings here. Four points from Lori, five points from Precious, seven points from me because I think she's batshit crazy and she is so fun. It is a Raja Castilla La Mancha, seventh place from Drag Race España. Her name is essentially the Spanish equivalent of Hannah Montana. Arancha is a common name in Spain, like Hannah and Castilla-La Mancha and Montana are territories in their respective countries. Arancha and La Mancha rhyme like Hannah and Montana. Her mug is heavily inspired by Trixie Mattel. Well, at least her old mug was. Yeah. She is the first queen to ever enter the workroom on Drag Race España. Her drag aunt is Poopy Poison. She came out as transgender in 2022 and will be the first trans contestant on UK vs. the World. She is the only queen from the cast to be from a country with a flag whose primary colors are not red, white, and blue. She <laughs> appeared in fellow UK vs. the World 2 contestant Charida May's music video for My Pussy is Like a Peach. Yes. Is there an alliance brewing? I don't know. I hope so. I guess yes. <laughs> okay. My burning question is, if she can get Rue to laugh, she can stick around. But will Arancha have an improvement in the look department? Because let's all go back to Drag Race España season one. Poor girl, really. Um, she tried. That's the best word we're going to give it. Precious, talk to me about Arancha. <laughs> she, did, she did try. 
Um, I think she was like a fan favorite for España, so that's why yes. I was happy to see her um, being announced for this for this series. I do think because she's now more in tune with who she is that I think I I I I think that her looks are gonna have that um that as well. Like it's gonna be a little bit more like I I'm not trying to be something else. I now know who I am, so I think the looks are gonna reflect that. I'm excited to see what she does. I um got to see her perform actually when I went to uh, DragCon last year in the UK. Um, she performs exactly how you think she's gonna perform. <laughs> yes. It is basic drag, and that's why you love her for it. Oh yes. Um, but she is so stupid. She knows who she is. When I got to interview her and Hugasio, just just the sweetest. So so fun. Very vibrant. Very well made to make Rue laugh. Mm-hmm. We know that is half the challenge. Um, now, obviously, in the little preview, uh, Meet the Queens, she did, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, did slip into the Spanish a little bit. Very interested to see if that's going to be a thing. Um, as we know, uh, sometimes Michelle Visage knows all the languages of the world, so I'm sure they'll have five-word conversation in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Orancha is going to be really fun to watch. And for me, knowing how good of a first season Drag Race España was, I'm excited that she gets to represent it because yeah. one, obviously I believe her Spanish and English are both very good and she was the best of the cast. Um, but she she just exudes excitement and happiness and joy and that's what drag is all about. Is she going to win? Probably no. not. And that is okay. Lori, talk to me about Araja Castilla La Mancha. I originally put a six on her because I did enjoy the first season of Spain. I was laughing and everything. Uh, but then I remember my burning uh, my burning hate for Spanish people because they colonize my people and how they <laughs> suck at English. So, I mean, if you think you people hear me speak and think my English has a very thick accent. You have not met Spanish people. I am very worried about that. And as much as she's funny and everything, and she does um, basic drag (laughs) and everything, I am worried about the language area. You know, it can be hard. I know that struggle. Um, And if you want to make Rue laugh, Rue knows like, Hola, gracias, and that's all Rue knows. I know that for sure. So she, I know she's funny, but is she funny in English too? Mm-hmm. That's hard to do. So I originally put it six, but then I thought about those things and those challenges that even me as an immigrant, I face. And it's like, oh, I is it funny for the American public, for the gringos and shit like that? So that's the only thing that I'm worried about, Aranza. We shall see. Her look is by Antonio Velasco Madrid, hair by Caligari Wigs, nails by Emily Ghost. I think it's very Y2K prom as opposed to pageant, though the hair is very pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, that necklace is gaudy as fuck. Oh my God, it's so tacky. But I like the approach here. It's definitely an upgrade from her original promo look. Uh, because that was a sack she wore. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It's not great. It's not the best of this cast, but it's better for her. And if we're looking for redemption, we got redemption here. 
I also Born think it also Born. has that nod to like Britney, like her, the Britney mm-hmm. thing. And I do think the a part of Arantxa's like personality is pop star, uh, emulating like that, like Disney pop star. Um, I think it plays off it well. The thing is, I can't wait for Rue to say her name. I, she can't, yeah. She's not gonna be able to do it. Oh my god! Yeah. I, and I wanted, it. and I really want to know if she's gonna be the man from La, the woman from La, La from 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 La Mancha. That's what she's gonna be like. Um, yeah, I can't wait for her to say her name and what nickname she's going to give her, so she Listen, doesn't have to say her if, name. If that becomes the meme for Arancha, she's mm-hmm. sticking around for as long as she can stick around. Next to stage ACLM. <laughs> Could happen. Um, Lori, talk to me about the love. Uh, you know, it's so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so I think like the same. I, I, I immediately thought Britney, like the gene moment. Uh, however, if you wanted to elevate it, this is not it. It's a great nod, but in a way it's like, it's so bad that it's, it's so good. It's you like, know, the prompt was pageant. They didn't have to, they didn't say what type of pageant. She could be going to a comedy pageant, you know? I did a comedy pageant and my dress was better than that. <laughs> I'm going to give a soft toot. I'm going to give borderline. Ah, it's like in the middle. It's not a tooth, but not a boot. Fair, a fair, man. fair. <laughs> uh, it, it gets a soft toot for me. Audience, 59% toot, 41% boot. Uh, so now our next person, you both are very excited for. Nine points each, and I said three. She's oh. too tall. It hurt my neck. It's Le Grand Dame, the runner-up from Drag Race France. Uh, her drag name comes from the family company. She is the first queen to win Snatch Game and never landed the bottom two on Drag Race France. She is part of the House of Gorgeous Gucci, a mainstream ballroom house, and the mother of the house is... Drag Race France Judge Kitty Smile. Nepotism? I think so. She never bottom on our season, but I bet she is a big old party bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. She is the fashion queen, but can she be more than that to be crowned the queen of the mother-talking world? Now, I think La Grande Dame is fine. She's very sweet. I think what she brings to the table is something others cannot do and it's mostly because she's so fucking tall and has the model body and it just works for her i had a lot of issues with little grand dame on drag race france because (gasps) because because i think she got a lot of preferential treatment now i don't know french references that well but when she won snatch game i almost messaged miss nikki dawes what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> what, what, what are you doing here? Um, so that's my problem with La Grande Dame is I always felt there was a little bit of favoritism toward her. That being said, what she presents, incredible. So pretty. So beautiful. I'm just not excited to see her compared to everybody else. Let's start here with Lori. Talk to me about La Grande Dame. Well, I, I mean, I do hate French people too, but... I'll say that I do. Froschpreza. That's how they call them in Germany, like frog eaters. Um, But yeah, I will say that I was enamored by her runway and everything she presents. Amazing. Like, amazing. I'm excited to see what she brings. 
like even this uh i know well it's not very prom but it does remind like it's very intricate and very like choral reference it's Kant. i'm she just serves Kant. oh yeah yeah that i agree with what you were saying like uh that's something that she is the only one who can serve that type of Kant. that's why i'm excited But I do agree with what you're saying that maybe some of the French humor and references like bringing that to RuPaul or like to some of these judges and especially in Europe, you know, a lot of people don't like the French. And if you're very, very French, maybe it's not going to be very well translated and represented. Like maybe she's not going to be as successful as in her season in UK versus the world. Now, Precious, mm -hmm. I, I have a feeling that if Legrand Dom just walks up to RuPaul and says, oui, oui, uh -huh, RuPaul's going to die laughing. The accent is going to be the thing that keeps Legrand Dom there. Oh, yeah. No, I I also think Ru will get all her... Ru knows fashion, so I think she's going to get mm -hmm. the fashion references. Michelle's going to get the fashion references. Yeah. Um, I I think for me, yes, Going when you rewatch season one of, uh, of France, she was heavily favored. Um... So I know that was part of it, but I also felt like she had the goods to back it up. Like it was, she wasn't the queen that was like, the judges love her and she's sticking around, but it's, it's that, why is she there? It's like, no, she served on the runways. She won challenges. It wasn't like she was a fluke. Um, so I think it's like, I think she has a good shot of, she knows how to play the game. And now she wants to like, you know, wants on a bigger scale. Yeah, I do see her kind of getting close to the top or in the top because, for example, for a fashion queen and like winning snatch game, that's like kind of hard to do. So I do agree with that. Like she has the goods to back it mm -hmm. up and that's why I'm excited. But yeah, I mean, considering what you said, like, yeah, maybe some things will not translate well, but it's still, I'm excited to see what happens. Like, I know she's going to serve Kant. Like, mm -hmm. no. Oh, this entire outfit is serving Kant. Like, everything is, about it. The look is by Germaniere, hair by Paris Hair. Obviously, if you remember her promo look from Drag Race France, this is the same designer, same aesthetic. Um, how this serves pageant, couldn't really tell you, but you know what? Again, no one else is wearing this, and everyone's The theme was the Mardi Gras. Thing. The, th the theme was, I am Le Grand Dom, and I'm going to give you fashion designer, and you're going to take it. But the thing is, when you look at the full cast, it doesn't feel like it's out of place. Sure. It feels like it, it, feels like it belongs there, so. It's very pretty. I'm here oh, for it's, it. It's, 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 you know, it's very colorful. It's a toot. It's a toot. Very strong toot, yes. Audience, 84% toot, 16% boot. All right, we are in our top four here. So we have four people left. I'm very excited because I have my top four here. First up, top four for me, 10 points. Top four for Precious, eight points. Not top four for Lori, no, no. <laughs> only, only five points. It's Tia Coffee, seventh place from Drag Race UK to... Her name is a play on tea or coffee. She started drag on the same day as Drag Race UK's Sum Ting Wong, and coincidentally, they both went home on Snatch Game and placed seventh. She is the first contestant to win two lip syncs for your life on Drag Race UK. She is the drag mother of 
Drag Race UK 3's Victoria Scone. She previously dated Drag Race UK 4's Pixie Polite. She was invited to compete on Canada's Drag Race vs. the World, but declined. That is public knowledge on the wiki, so that's why I said it. She is now a superstar recording artist and has appeared on The Weakest Link, Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. My burning question about Tia Coffee. Baroness Basic needs to have a glow up as her personality already has RuPaul in the palm of her hands. Has Tia done enough to win? Well, seeing that I have 10 excitement points for her, yes, I fucking love Tia Coffee. And not only because she follows me and we chat and she's one of my favorite people. <laughs> she's fucking good at campy drag. Mm-hmm. I know what we saw on season two of Drag Race UK was not the most polished. We yeah. also come into Drag Race UK season two watching so much Drag Race US that we expected a certain amount of polish. So when you didn't see it from Tia, it didn't resonate with us Americans. But for the Brits... She's a star. And yeah. since the show ended, she has become a superstar. When it comes to music, y'all, if you're not listening, like she rivals Priyanka. She's very, yeah, she very has, good. Her music is really good, yeah. I can see Tia Coffee winning. Is it problematic if you give it to another UK queen? Probably. But you know what? I think there is someone here that's deserving of it from this UK mm-hmm. quartet. And it is Tia Coffee. Yeah. I can't wait. Even if she's wearing Amazon gloves, I can't wait for <laughs> Tia Coffee. Right. Or, or if she doesn't win uh, All Stars 10, Tia Coffee. You know, it's happened before. It could happen again. Precious, um, what do you think about Tia Coffee? I love Tia. I like, I think it was she, it, she wasn't an automatic like sale for me. In season two, it took a few episodes before I was like, this bitch. Yes. Yes. I like this bitch. You're stupid. You're campy. Yes. Uh, um, I think, yeah, she's very funny. She's very, irrev- uh, uh, what's the word? Um, reverend. Reverend. Um, and I'm waiting for see all her adequate dresses that she does on the runway. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for her. I do think it's like, I think she's had a really good glow up outside of Drag Race. Um, so I'm hoping that is that, that she doesn't, I'm hoping it doesn't do the Trix and Mattel thing. Like Trix and Mattel had that blow up between season seven mm-hmm. and all stars. And when she came back to all stars, it was kind of like back to square one where it's like, you, you can, you, you've used the drag race moniker so well on the outside, but when you're inside the workroom, something about it, like just fumbles you up. Um, all I know is if she wears anything that is doctor who related i will give her a crown already uh because that's what her drag con <laughs> booth was last year and it was <laughs> so amazing uh tia coffee is the real deal to me Lori, you are not as excited about tia coffee now obviously i'm assuming you have not met miss tia coffee in person um no. why um is she kind of in the middle for you well again originally i did put another number uh, but again, we couldn't repeat. I I am excited for her. However, I mean, I, I again, I I think she's fucking funny. Unlike Precious, I I did think she was funny and she had me since the beginning in her season. Um, I'll say the fashion area, yes, the polished part. She's like a very raw diamond. That's 
why I placed it her there. I will say that yes, she's been working, she's been like exploiting that blue check mark. Um, but I, I I think I'm in the middle of the two of you because I'm like, yes, I'm excited for her. I think she's fucking hilarious. And like just to fix that like exterior, like the packaging, because the the goods are doing the goods, right? Mm -hmm. But I I agree with Precious that you've been exploiting that that fame, that exposure. Why don't you apply it on the workroom, right? And also, oh my god, shut up. Um and also uh all the drama with like in the in the in the next season, like you dated this, you dated that. I don't know if I got distracted by that and it was like leeching of someone like fame. I didn't like that. That put me off a little bit. But other than that, like I am excited for her. I just will like that she get a little bit polished. And I think that's what's gonna be interesting to see if she's applied the polish because I, I mm -hmm. feel like she definitely has um a pocketbook that might help her in the polish department uh, yeah. because if you've seen her go out for um red carpet events or, or go to other gigs she's definitely improved and she's working with the right people and I, I i i know she definitely has a group of people behind her who want to see her succeed so i i think this is going to be one of those people who the glow up is going to be incredible and if you look at this cast, really amazing drag artist. She is the narrator of the season. I can already tell you she's the narrator of the season. Oh, yeah. She's the best and most well-spoken out of anybody in this cast when it comes to English. Let's just be honest. There are others <laughs> who are good at um, the narrative um, capabilities in their own home countries, but this is BBC. We know how this works. Tia Coffee is your narrator from episode one to when the season ends. She yeah. is going to be on your screen. Um, this look is really pretty. Obviously, she's already made the joke about the um, Amazon gloves. Blue Hydrangea added her. It is what it is. I love this color on her. Um, I wish that the, the 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 skirt did either bunch up all the way and have a texture to it or was just a straight, beautiful panel. That being said, the corset is stunning. The hair is immaculate. Um, I would love always to have a necklace. Um, go visit our friends at Amped Accessories. She'll, they'll, they'll give you an amazing necklace to you. Um, but the mug, oh my God, what a, again, what a glow up. I'm yes. really a big fan of this look. I think I'm going to correct myself. It's not that she's not polished. I think she did glow up. I will say that my concern will be compared to some of the people in this cast. Yes. She has to catch up because she did have the glow up, but like, I mean, compared to, I don't know, like grandam, like, oh, you know, yeah. you gotta like, oh, push it a little bit more. Precious, what do you think about the look? Um, I believe she is wearing a necklace. It's just a very light chain. Is it? Oh, I can barely it's see. Very, it. It's very, it's very, it's 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 very much her skin tone. Yeah. Um, I, how okay. everything is lit, way. it's hard, it's hard to gauge from the photo. But I'm like, I think she's just not wearing a, like a statement necklace. Give it's me more a statement necklace, baby. It's more of a light chain. Um, I, yeah, this it does feel like another theme of oh, this. Yeah. Of this. It does feel like another theme of this photo shoot was where can we bunch the queen's dresses to make them look weird? Cause the same thing happened with Jombers. Hannah had the weird thing on the bottom. Yeah. Um, no, I love this look. I I'm really excited to see what she does. Um, I think, I think mostly I want to see her redeem herself in snatch game. Cause her doing RuPaul on the weakest link was 
it's gold. Him. The fact that it was she was wearing the the, the outfit was she wearing the out? She was wearing the same outfit from Rue as on the Weakest Link, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because I wasn't sure if she did that one or she was doing the um uh, the Project Runway one. No, she was doing the Weakest Link. Yeah. I actually love that. Yeah. I remember. I thought it was a missed opportunity because if she have done it right, it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Part, part of me wishes she'll um walk into the workroom in that look, but I don't think she's gonna do that. Yeah. Oh, and her and they do it. And her and Scarlet were both on the Weakest Link as Drag Queen. So mm. I'm gonna give this look a toot. It's a toot for me. Soft toot for me too. Audience seventy four percent toot, twenty six percent boot. All right, next up, uh, someone who's in my top four, someone who's in Precious' top four, not in Lori's top four. No, no, no. no. Nine <laughs> points for me, people. 11 points from Precious, three from Lori. From Drag Race Holland season two, it is Keta Minaj, fourth place. Her name is Amalgamation, Amalgamation Portmanteau of Ketamine and Nicki Minaj. She was part of a theater group was alongside My Little Pony of Drag Race Holland two. Oh, and they previously dated in the past. She is the second queen to win a talent show on a non-all-star season following Scarlett Adams on Drag Race Down Under. She is the second queen with Minaj as a surname following Mini Minaj on Drag Race Thailand. She is the first queen to win two challenges on Drag Race Holland 2 and the first to be part of a double win alongside Vivaldi. The challenge was Snatch Game. She is the second queen on Drag Race Holland to win three wins after Envy Peru, but the first to win them consecutively. She is the first queen to win three challenges on a non-all-star season and not make the finale. Vivaldi, I'm still pissed off about your fucking phone, but whatever, I'm not bitter. My question of the season, the rock goddess of Drag Race Holland 2 is back with a vengeance. Can Keta capitalize on the strong run by her Holland sister, Janie JK, and win the fans and the crown and maybe get us Drag Race Holland back on our screens? Please, please. Precious, talk to me about Keta Minaj. Well, obviously, she's my winner. Um, I, I do think she has such a strong um, presence that I expect her to do really well, but at the same time, I could see it being... Big expectation and not a lot of follow through because mm-hmm. um, I do feel like of everyone here, she's the only one I think anyone feels has that robbed storyline. Everybody else was like, you place where you placed, or it's like you were up against another queen who you know, you know, was going to easily was going to win. Um, I don't, yeah, because I, I don't see Lagom Dam, Hannah, or, or, um, marina as rob queens i thought it was like they went up against strong competition but you have Kita's storyline being the person that she lost against had a whole situation and you're like this doesn't make sense in any other series this person would have gone home and you would have still remained and she would have had a better chance they they could have still given the season to vanessa but i think if she had been in the finale and had performed against her, you could have easily been like, well, you were there, so, you, you know, we're still going to give it to her, so-and-so. But I think that's the only, she's the only queen that's coming into this season with the storyline of you didn't deserve to go home when you did, and you should have been in the final. You should have fought for the win. So my biggest concern for Keta Minaj is she has a very specific reference point for her drag. Mm-hmm. Um it has a bit of a Dutch theatrical vibe to it. 
unlike Janie Jacquet, who gave you that Americanized drag, she knew how to play drag race and was very good at it. I don't know if she will translate the same way that Janie did to Rue. That being said, I expect amazing things from her because she is that good. Mm -hmm. But I have been hurt in the past. I feel like I'm (laughs) going to get hurt again. Lori, talk to me about Keta Minaj. Uh, Actually, I do like her drag. I'm not going to lie. I was always envious, you know, as a Latin person, I always wanted her to win and she won. Uh, but she was my second option, so it it was sad. But nothing against her. It's just maybe maybe I'm biased here. Um, I'll say that it was kind of hard for me to watch Holland, but because it was a bit boring. I don't like. I didn't like how they structured it. So I don't know. Maybe it didn't make it for me exciting to see some of the queens come back for that. And the other thing is that I did see Envy when I was in Europe before um, the season. So I guess that's why I was biased. But I do agree with what you're saying. I think she's excellent. I love her looks. I think they're weird and funny and they're very well executed because that's what I like. But I'm also concerned about the way you can translate as well. I, I like, will say I'm she, more worried uh, and not that I'm not excited. It's just I'm worried about that because we also saw what happened with, you know, our other fellow contestant in uh, yeah, UK versus the world that he was not very successful. <laughs> I will say that uh, Keda is pretty uh, solid in English yeah. to get to interview her in My Little mm-hmm. Pony. Um, I actually ran into Keda in the bathroom later on, but that's a, nothing happened. Don't worry um no she she's really really dynamic um and of anybody i feel like she's probably got more of the fire and the power the to do mm-hmm. well on this season i also think um, she does yeah. have kind of like a dark sensibility to her looks which i think rue would like mm-hmm. so i do i do think, I think i do think she's i do think and the thing is though rue loves a girl who can do a good runway and i know and she does so i do i do feel like she has a good chance to be around a while. I guess it really depends on how they're formatting the show in regards to, is it going to be the standard lip sync um, for the win? You, here, I choose your lipstick. Then, you know, then then it's anyone's if game this at that is the point. Case, if that's the case, I'll tell you right now, welcome to the stage Pangina Heels part two. Oh, yeah. She she is definitely going to be a target mm-hmm. because oh, I no. know her, her drag is going to be elevated to the point where some of these other girls will not be able to compete um yep. you might get fashion from la grande dame Kata minaj is going to give you drag fashion mm-hmm. it, it, yeah it, I, I can't wait my i am so excited for her no designers on this look uh but she said i will give you pageant but i also give you uh goddess of the darkness um this is so dynamic the way that that cascade of feathers Oh my god, it looks like she's literally rising from the fire. I love it. I do wish the collar was a bit more pronounced. Um, the cage part is pretty fun. Again, bigger, grander, cooler. Um, but this is just well executed, and she stands out for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Lori, where are you wearing this to? I, 
everywhere. I love this. I love this evil queen glamour. I fucking love it. This for me is a shoot. Precious. Uh, I'm wearing it to work tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's a toot for me. I'll give it a toot. Audience. 86% toot, 14% boot. All right, Have we got two left. Fine? Two left. First off, this person got seven points from Precious. Eight points for me. 11 points from Lori. Is her pussy like a peach? It is Jariza May, a UK season three, sixth, seventh place from Valencia, Spain. Her name is a play on the Spanish sausage Jariza and former British Prime Minister Theresa May. She was the first Spanish queen to compete on Drag Race UK. She works as an illustrator and graphic designer. She is the third queen on the UK franchise to be eliminated right after winning the Reading Challenge. Alongside River Medway, they were the first pair to be part of a double elimination on Drag Race UK. She is the second queen from the Drag Race franchise to guest judge Drag Race España following Envy Peru. She has walked Madrid Fashion Week. I love Chariza May. My burning question is, her pussy is like a peach, and she has showcased why she deserves a spot on this show. But does Chariza have enough to beat out her equally as charming sisters? Laurie, talk to me about Chariza May. I fucking love her. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she's also has she has also worked with a lot of uh, fellow drag queens in Mexico. So she's very loved in Mexico, too, even though she's Spanish. Um, I am excited. I don't know, because she has like I relate to her as she has like the immigrant story in UK. I love like her entrance uh, phrase for the season. Mm -hmm. Like that was fucking fantastic for me. Uh, and I think she's funny and like, you know, again, as someone who goes through that struggle too, and I can relate to that, being funny in another language, especially a language that is not your, your first language, it's hard and it takes time and being funny like that shows that you dominate the language, that you actually understand the language, right? So I'm excited to see that. Uh, I, I'm excited because I think she was robbed. She she went out too soon. I was like, no, devastated. Absolutely. I, I got to obviously interview her, but I also got to see her perform My Pussy is Like a Peach live. And it is probably one of my favorite drag performances of 2023. It was so fucking amazing. It was the night I got to see her in the cast of Drag Race's Bike. So I have a very special place in my heart for Teresa May. I think she is going to, again, be coming in with a fire and a passion and with an upgrade. How far that upgrade will go is going to be the problem because she already had a campy sense of humor in her drag. Will she yeah. be able to bring anything else to it? Precious, talk to me about Teresa May. I love her. She is a she is an icon. She is the moment. Um, yeah, it's like I'm super excited for her to come back. Like I said, I don't think she deserved to be in the bottom for a snatch game. I thought her snatch game was really well, but mm -hmm. I felt it was very production because she was the only queen that Ruth said to change your your snatch game and didn't. So I felt it was punishment, yes. and I again didn't think it deserved to be a double elimination. Um, yeah, it's very much like 
she's another one that like kind of got the shit end of the stick uh her season in regards to how i in a way i don't think they really i don't think production realized how funny she was or how much she was going to be liked and i think that's why it was story wise was we have you for this amount of story and we need to get rid of you you know cuz that's how 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 it goes with a lot of girls who are better than production thinks they are that's true um, um obviously she has a connection to arancha mm-hmm. uh, i will be very curious to see how the two of them work um if there is any language barrier you know that Teresa is going to be the one to bridge it for arancha um yeah. but in a way you have these two spanish drag artists who kind of occupy the same category of campy spanish drag it'll be interesting to see if the two of them are going to be compared to the same level because if that's the case arancha you're going to be out early uh, because you just can't compete with Teresa. um if they both decide we're going to do different things then maybe they have a chance Uh, i just hope they're not compared to one another because that would just be mean rupaul but no i I think Teresa has a very very strong shot of doing well uh this look again glow up no designers listed that that is very very expensive that all those feathers mm-hmm. that she's got on her body um it's a beautiful dominating color and then she's like i'm still gonna give you marge simpson here thank you <laughs> oh yes yes i love the beehive and i like that it's like it, you it really you can really focus on the hair because it's so dark compared to how colorful the rest of her look is um yeah it's i'm pretty sure her neck is hurting from carrying all those feathers it, it's just gorgeous I love right. it too. It's toot for me. I fucking love. It. I mean, I fucking love her. She can fart, and I love it. <laughs> it's a toot for me. Toot toot. Audience, ninety four percent toot, six percent boot. All right, friends, we've come to the end. If you do the math, this person got ten points from both Lori and Precious, and eleven points from me. It's Marina Summers, the runner-up from Drag Race Philippines. Mm-hmm. Marina comes from her love for the beach, while Summers comes from her love for the summer season. She is the second contestant of the Drag Race franchise to be named Marina, following Marina on Drag Race España 2. She hosts the Stopover, the unofficial Drag Race Philippines pit stop. She won two badges and was in the top seven out of the nine weeks of Drag Race Philippines. My burning question... Oh my God, is that Marina? Can she be our mother talking winner? <laughs> Listen, if I got to say, yeah, yeah, she wins. Because I, we all know that I'm very much biased and adore precious Paula Nicole with all my heart. And she was my winner from the preseason. And I stuck with her and she won. She, for me, represented Filipino drag. Marina Summers did as well. But you knew her place was on an international stage. So her appearing on this program feels correct. And it feels correct that she wins. How she would not win, I don't know. I don't know. Because she excelled in every fucking thing she did. Marina Summers is the complete package drag artist. Lori, tell me how she could lose. What would she have to do wrong? I don't know. Sometimes that, I mean, to be honest, for me, it either has to be Teresa or Marina. I, I, I don't see it other way. I even saw like people just watching the season for her. 
Like mm -hmm. literally just watching the fur and they were devastated. They were like, oh no. I think she is the combination of like, she looks cunt because she's very pretty, but also she knows how to get things done. Like you want me to dance? You want me to do this? You want me to, I'll do it. Like she's like, just tell me what to do. Give me a little bit of time and I'll do it. Like she was serving all of that. Now, Precious, we, 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 we spoke about Drag Race Philippines season one a lot uh, mm -hmm. during the season. Uh, mm -hmm. Part of Marina's storyline and part of Marina's detriment was not only did she have to deal with the game of Drag Race, but she had to deal with all the personal problems she had with her fucking drag mother um, and all of the drag sister shit. Do you think not having that burden is going to help her excel in this environment? Um. Yes. Uh, it, that was, I think, one of the things was, she, I don't think she needed the silhouette storyline no. in Philippines 1. Silhouette needed the silhouette storyline in, in seasons 1. Um, granted, her breakdown gave us an iconic untucked moment um, where you're like, is she leaving? What the fuck's going on? Um, but no, I think Marina had, there was, I think, a lot of outside drama that they kind of brought into the show that they usually wouldn't have normally ever so often. I think the only time you ever really had that was the Alyssa Coco thing, because that was like such a big part of uh, both of like who they were in regards to uh, the pageant world. But like being like in a fight with your drag mother is not really something that's relevant to the story, but that was something that was brought up like, episode one and you're like okay so i guess this is going to be part of what what storyline the production wants for the show but you didn't need that storyline to make marina good it didn't it really was she was there to focus on doing the best job winning the season and i think she did that um so i feel like her on this without having the baggage of uh drag family drama I think that's going to be, um, it's going to help her excel. I'm just also excited that uh, Papa Fate is probably going to be played a lot over the next couple mm -hmm. of weeks. And people are either going to be introduced to it for the first time. Because um, we all know that I'm obsessed with that track. <laughs> so cannot wait for us to listen to Papa Fate. Um, like I said, I don't know where she's going to falter. She excelled on the runways. She excelled in the acting challenges. She excelled in the dance challenges. She excelled in the sewing challenges. Mm -hmm. She is good at drag. I actually, you said that maybe Keta will have the Pangina story if, mm -hmm. uh, if she ever gets eliminated. I actually think if she ever gets eliminated, which I hope not, or like early something, it now will be Keta. For me, it will be Marina. That which would make sense, but I can't find Marina falling into the bottom ever. Everyone mm -hmm. would have to be better than her if, for her to be in the bottom, and that's where I'm. I, well, I also too with UK one, it was a, you already had two less girls. It was only six episodes, so right. it was it was not much. This you now have a little bit bigger of a cast, and it's going to be a longer season. So it's going to just determine. You when you got to it where when when um Pangina was in the when Pangina was in the bottom it was only at that point six five girls left six girls left so it was mm -hmm. like if you were it was like you know if you weren't in the top you were kind of like you were if you weren't safe you were in the bottom essentially and that's kind of how I think it would be one of those situations where 
or if Rue does the, if you're not on the top, you're up for elimination because they always do yeah. it at some point in All Stars where it's like no one's safe kind of thing, and then you're like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen? No designers listed, but again, Marina Summers is attached to some of the most amazing Filipino mm-hmm. designers. This is stunning. It is simple yep. but evocative. Like the way everything sits and and flows. The shoulders are giving you Filipina drag realness. I, I am obsessed. And that mug, she she paints like a fucking goddess. If you can't tell, I'm a little bit obsessed with mm. Marina Summers. The only thing I'm not like liking about the dress is the where the collar is. It's that like that flourish right there. It's hard to tell oh. what it is. So I'm like, and I feel like if it wasn't there, it, the look would still be amazing. So I'm not exactly sure what it's what that's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be like small feathers or what, mm-hmm. but it, it that's the only thing that's like that I'm like I'm not sure what that is. But otherwise, I think this look is stellar. Her mug is great, and I think did she mention did she say in her Meet the Queen that she got some work done? She did say that. She yeah. did say that. Um, she's like I came back with the all-star lips honey she, she did get a little bit of work done um, I, I'm obsessed with this Lori do you love this I love it too yeah this is also a toot toot for me it's a toot for me audience 95% toot 5% boot alright we always end the podcast yeah. the same way friends some people who follow you are kind of blind yeah, they're they're mean. They're, they 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 have their favorites sometimes. That's what happens. Uh, yeah. So friends, we are going to share the Instagram count of our queens. Without looking, who do you think is the most followed queen of this cast? Lori, give me a name. Teresa. Mm, <laughs> All right, precious. Give me a name. Um, I'm gonna throw out Marina. Um, I'm gonna tell you the results, and it's gonna make sense once I do. 36.9k for Keta Minaj, 54.9k for Hannah Conda, 71.8k John Bruce Blonde, 100k Arancha Castilla La Mancha, 121k Gothi Kendall, 144k Marina Summers, 164k Chariza Ming, 255k La Grand Dame, 302k Tia Coffee, 360k Mayhem Miller with 517k for Scarlet Envy. So it's the American girls. Uh, well, they've also been on TV. They've been on a longer. Lot, little longer, but because uh, I think, yeah, because I think by the time we got like season, what Gothi season, that was still like both Mayhem and uh, Scarlet have already done it. Had already done it. I think they had. They had already. Yeah, their seasons had been well, well on by that point. Yeah. If you couldn't tell, friends, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this cast. I'm very, very, very excited for UK versus the World 2. Mm-hmm. I was very excited for UK versus the World 1, and then shenanigans happened. I was like, I don't know how I feel. Rue, please no more shenanigans. Just let it play out properly. I'm oh my sure God. you're, you're going to do some weird shit for um, Snatch Game. Just don't do anything that's going to ruin my day and make me scream and shout and let it all out. I want to enjoy this season because this cast is by far one of the best casts ever compiled. Mm-hmm. Will I say that again maybe this year? Probably. But we're going to save that for later on this summer. I, I just, I, I really am enthralled by this cast and why I felt so strongly to cover all of the international seasons is why this cast 
is here. I'm not going to ever stop watching and covering the international seasons because they are important. And I'm glad that these artists are getting the platform that the US and UK viewers are going to now see. Mm -hmm. I hope it turns some of them into megastars. As long as there are no shenanigans. But you know RuPaul loves doing shenanigans. Exactly. It's fine. Let it let it be shenanigans against like Mayhem Miller, and then I'll be happy. I don't <laughs> that, that, that can happen. Uh, don't don't hurt me. Do if anything happens to like Marina or Tia or Teresa, I'm going to cry. Like it's go that like that will gut me. I did not have the same reactions uh, with Jimbo and Pangina because I didn't have that much admiration. I've met ten out of eleven here. I have a different connection to this cast. And I, again, maybe it's my biasy showing, but I have grand hopes that this season is going to be a game changer. I'm going to let you both give me one more comment, one more thought about this season. Precious. Um. <laughs> I, I said a lot already. Uh, one more comment. Um, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant. Work. <laughs> Lori, are you going to now follow it up with your pussy is like a peach? I'll be gone. No, but I agree. I I think it's going to be a game changer. And hopefully in my delusion and what I would like to see for this franchise is that eventually it becomes truly a stage of international drag to have at least one of each and my pussy is a peach <laughs> there it is all right well it was a pleasure having you both here where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug Lori? you can find me at Lori story with double y and yeah doing some shenanigans some shows throughout the city Actually, I'm, I have a show coming up soon. Well, we'll follow you on the socials and we'll see it. Precious, tell us the deets. You can find me on Instagram at Harry is Precious is Harry. Venmo is Precious Envy. Uh, yeah, just follow me there. See what I'm up to. You know, nothing in the works, but stuff lined up. Well, I love having you both here. Thank you so much for chatting. Bye.